Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 120. Uh, we are go- we're looking at the April 27th to May the 3rd part of our Come Follow Me studies uh, and it's Mosiah chapter 7 to 10 in the Book of Mormon um, titled In the Strength of the Lord. Um, we're looking in the personal scripture study, se- study script there. Oh. Sorry about that. We're looking in the personal scripture study section today, which has the title, What Were the 24 Plates Found by Limhi's People? Covered in Mosiah chapter 8, verses 5 to 12. Now, I was thinking about this and about what I wanted to share or what I wanted to kind of study into uh, for this study session today. And um, I felt that it would be quite useful at this stage to kind of have a bit of context as to what we're studying, because this is where in the Book of Mormon we get quite a few timelines intertwined within a few chapters and different groups of people uh, doing different things and traveling to different places. So this all begins back in Omni, where we had King Mosiah I, uh, and he allowed a group of people uh, led by Zenith uh, to go uh, and to find the land of Nephi, of their, the, the land of their first inheritance to go and, and go and live there. And basically, uh, this group go, then they come back because they've not been successful. They, they fought with each other and they were not obedient to what the Lord wanted them to do. Um, but then they go again. Um, and at that and at that point, they, they don't return. So, um, you know, they're, they're, they're gone for a couple of generations. King, Mos- King Benjamin leads his people and in righteousness and he dies. And then King Mosiah II uh, desires to find out what has happened to this group. Um, he must have, you know, heard there must have been records kept about what they did or, you know, how they went. Or perhaps perhaps he remembers in his young mind um, them leaving because uh, it was it was only a couple of generations before. Uh, and so he decides, well, I want to send some strong people to go and bring these back, these people back or to to see, you know, if they need to be helped. Um, there is quite a lot of symbolism there, actually, when you think about it, that King Mosiah II is sending Ammon, who he considered a strong person, uh, to go and to, um, you know, see, seek out this people to see if they need this salvation. And he takes 15 strong other strong people with him. And you think about the first presidency in the Quorum of the Twelve, and they number 15 people as well. And you just, you know, there's a nice little, little uh, uh, analogy or symbolism there. But uh, Ammon and these people go. They search for 40 days, as we talked about yesterday, and they come across uh, the the land of Nephi and they are captured, not by Lamanites, but by the people of King Limhi. Um, and this is what we spoke about yesterday, how the Lord, how King Limhi is hoping that the Lord will deliver them. But that's only really one timeline within this story, because what we also need to understand is what it happens in chapter eight. Uh, it seems that... Um, Oh, and by the way, I wanted to say as well that this Ammon isn't the same Ammon that chops the arms off later. That's something as, as well that, you know, we've got two different Mosiahs, we've got two different Ammons, and they're both in different timelines and different things are happening with them. This Ammon is not that Ammon. He is a different Ammon. Um, and we mentioned yesterday kind of the um, similarity, well, the, uh, the the use of the word Ammon a number of times. And obviously there is the the two names of Ammon, but there's also different places and names of people that are based on the name Ammon, such as Ammonihar and uh, and all these other things, and so um, that is something to consider as well. But King Limhi, it turns out, also wanted to find out if the people of Zarahemla were around, so that he could ask for help. Because of course, we'll find out in a minute why. But King Limhi's people are in the captivity of the of the Lamanites. 
And so he uh, sent out this group. Uh, King Limhai himself sent out this group. So this couldn't have been a long time ago as such. But uh, this group go out of 43 people into the wilderness for their own wilderness journey to find Zarahemla. Uh, they are searching, they're searching, uh, and he can't. Uh, they can't find them. And then what they do find, though, is what they presumed at the time to be Zarahemla, um, a ruined city and, an, and the, the remnants of, you know, of buildings and um, swords and breastplates and all sorts of things litter, littering the hillside. And uh, they also found these 24 plates, which they brought back. Um, so obviously King Limhai is then very dis concerned because he thinks that this is the land of Zarahemla, that, you know, it's been destroyed and his original, his original people are no longer there anymore. And he is upset because, you know, he thought that there may be some salvation there, but they, he thought he doesn't think they exist anymore, which is why then when Ammon appears and at first they're very cautious because they are under Lamanite captivity, they're not sure, you know, that they're, they're rightly so quite paranoid about uh, people entering their lands and what their intent is. They capture them and then they, they speak to them and realize that these people have actually been sent from Zarahemla to find them. And this is why we then see um, King Limhai's great joy and, um, you know, excitement that these people from Zarahemla have turned up. And they're very much alive and there's very much thrive, thriving as a community. And so he has great uh, hopes for that. But then, of course, this leads him to think, well, you know, I found these plates when my people were searching for you. Um, so I'm quite intrigued to see what these these plates are and who these people were. Um, can you translate? And of course, Am Ammon uh, says uh, says that he can't translate. Um, and so, what I'd, actually, before I go on further with that, I want to go back to verse four because there's something that King Limhi does here, which is quite nice. It says, and it came to pass that after he had done all of this that King Limhi dismissed the multitude and caused that they should return everyone unto his own house. So he's explained his great excitement, is that he's explained that Ammon and his people have come from Zarahemla and that he is hopeful of a salvation of some sort. Uh, Elder Robert D. Hells uh, said this about being, people being sent home to ponder on the things that we've been said or been told in things like General Conference. He said, quote, We accept the Saviour's invitation when we ponder and pray to understand that we have been taught what we have been taught, and then go forward and do his will. Remember President Spencer W. Kimball's words, I have made up my mind that when I go home from this General Conference, there are many, many areas in my life that I can perfect. I have made a mental list of them, and I expect to go to work as soon as we get th through. President Monson recently said, I encourage you to read the talks and to ponder the messages contained therein. I have found in my own life that I gain even more from these inspired sermons when I study them in greater depth. Close quote. So King Limhi is doing a similar thing with his people after he has spoken with them at the temple. Now he wants to try and find out what these plates are. Now, obviously, at this stage, uh, this isn't revealed to us in the record uh, because King Limhi is just is, is a record of what he says to Ammon and they don't know at this time. And Ammon will now, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, uh, reveal to uh, King Limhi that he himself cannot do this, but there is someone that he knows that can and the reason why he knows that they can, can that they can uh, translate this record. Um, but we know that it is an outline or it is a, a summary and a, and a record of the Jaredite people uh, who came to this land before Lehi and his family left uh, Jerusalem. Uh, and of course, what we need to understand is that when we get into Mosiah chapter 9, we're now going to then do a flashback and we're going to look at this Zenith that led this group uh, to find the, the land of Nephi 
uh, he was allowed to go and what happens um, when he leaves and how that then connects through to King Limhai's um, current reign. Uh, you know, there's a lot of twisting and turning and backing, going backwards and forwards in this part of the record. Uh, but it's really important that we understand just the emotions and the reasons and the context behind things are done. Why did King Limhai capture um, Ammon and his people? Why was he so, you know, anxious about people entering their lands? Well, we're going to find out in a few chapters just how this people had begun to thrive, but then had many troubles because of the Lamanites around them. Uh, and so, you know, I think that was worth doing. I hope you've enjoyed the study today. It's, it's been more of a kind of catching up the context and getting our minds straight as to what the events are in this record. Uh, but it's certainly one which will be useful as we move forward into the next few days, as we consider the importance of prophets, seers and revelators. And then we go into the di dive deeply into um, Zenith's record in Mosiah chapter 9 and uh, chapter 10 and uh, how this works for them. Uh, thank you for listening with us today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please share um, your thoughts and your study. You can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. You can share, uh, join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And of course, there is always, um, you know, lots of things you can share on there. And uh, I aim to uh, post something on there each day as well. And you can uh, share your thoughts and comments on that too. Thank you for listening. And until we meet again.